On this episode of The B-Side, we're going to be talking about our new building vision. Welcome to The B-Side, a Blessed Hope podcast where we turn over the sermon notes and answer those lingering questions. So welcome to The B-Side. I'm Vince and I'm here with Pastor Matt as always. And we're going to be talking about our vision. We've had a vision meeting about the new building edition, and we've had at least one uh, dessert and conversation Q&A time. We're going to have another one tonight at 6.30, and then another one on Thursday at 6.30, and then there's a bonus one, right? Yeah, there's a bonus one that we haven't actually announced yet, so this will be um, kind of the saddest example ever of of breaking news. <laughs> like, this is the worst inside scoop ever. Um, Except um, if you have missed all of the other vision meetings, and then it's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, but on May 6th, uh, that's a Sunday, we're actually going to, our kids are downstairs at Sunday school, but we're going we're gonna to cancel our adult Sunday school for that day, and we're going to have a, a one last um, opportunity for anybody that's missed to come and see the plans and hear the vision and just get excited. So, so what we talk about today on this podcast is just a small snippet of what will get shared at those meetings. And so, uh, yeah, if you haven't been to one tonight, Thursday night at 6.30 here at the church, and then the bonus one on May 6th, the more we hear about this, the better. Yeah, and I'd say if you're a shut-in or you just can't make it to any of those meetings, uh, this is a good kind of primer, I would say. Um, but at those meetings, you get to ask your own questions in your own way. Uh, you get to have elders and Pastor Matt and vision team members answer you personally. Um, but if you're not able to get to any of those meetings, uh, I'm sure the elders and we would love to come out and, and share our excitement and the why and the how and all of that for this, this upcoming Children's Wing edition. Yeah, absolutely. So we just want to start off with thank yous because there's been a lot of people uh, over the last year and a half, maybe a little bit more than a year and a half, um, thinking and studying and praying and designing and, yeah, coming up with where we're at right now. So I'm going to leave you to do the thank yous. Yeah, well, you know what? It's, it, it, it's a great, great thing to point out, Vince, and so I appreciate your going there. But we have, you know, Blessed Hope Church thrives on the ministry participation of those that call this place home. Uh, we've talked about this before in this podcast, that this church is um, designed, it was planned, and it was launched, and it's been maintained always to be on mission. And a church can't be on mission unless there are people that are putting in significant time, effort, energy, their time, their talents, their treasures mm -hmm. behind the scenes leading that ministry. And this has been no different. Uh, in fact, this has been above and beyond. We launched this Vision 2.0 team, this Vision team we launched them in September of 2016. Wow. So you're talking about... That's before I got here. That was, yeah, this, this team had been two months before um, you arrived, mm -hmm. um, is how long ago this was. Um, and, and so this is something that's been percolating and, and, and working behind the scenes for quite a while. And so those team members, and, and when we had approached those folks or when they submitted themselves to be on that team... You know, I think they had an idea of what we were going to be doing, but I don't think they had any idea the scope that they were agreeing to take on. But God has been um, good, and, and their hearts have been in it, and uh, we just can't thank them enough for their time, effort, energy, passion 
for the church and for the people of the church and for the people um, that need the church. And so it's been awesome. And, and on top of that, we, we have, through their leading and their, prompt, their prompting as a team, we've engaged uh, great architects. So yeah. Levi Architecture is the firm that, that we are engaged with out of Cedar Falls. And uh, they have worked pretty diligently with our vision team to come up with the best um, possible plan for us, the elders. Boy, I tell you what, I have been so impressed with our elders. I mean, I've always been impressed with our elders, but this process in particular is one that when you asked us 18 months ago, hey, what do you think it looks like? Yeah. You'd have had probably from, from five guys, probably 10 different ideas. So right, we couldn't right. even agree, you know, I couldn't agree with myself personally, much less everybody together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but over the course of taking the biblical admonishment to pray and fast and seek unity with one another, the elders have come to a point where they are excited and unified. And that's because they took their mandate as elders seriously. And so, I mean, it's just mm-hmm. kudos all around. Uh, you know, God has been so gracious and people have responded. Yeah. I, I just remember you talk about the elders. I remember some of our meetings where, you know, we have three, four different options and uh, trying to figure out what it is and everybody's kind of all over the place. And then it just seemed at one point we all collectively came together and said, this is what's wise. This is what's good. This is what is exciting. This is what God wants. Yeah. And that was uh, to be a part of the process and then see the consensus come out. Um, if you would have, yes, at the beginning, you would have been like, wow, they're, they're That'll never, never happen. We'll never build. Right. Um, well, and you know, so, so there's two other um, things that I would say about that. One is uh, we're passing out all these thank yous and kudos. And Vince, I want to thank you. Uh, anybody that's had the opportunity to see our vision video, um, that, that is just a nice four and a half minute video that kind of captures the essence of the starting of Blessed Hope and the building of the original building and the passion and the desire for that, the leap of faith it was, and then also captures the essence of why we need to move forward. It was very mm-hmm. well done. And so thank you for spending your, your time, effort, energy yeah. on that above and beyond thing. Yeah. Uh, and, and one of the things in that video that Carolyn Hibbs talked about was that it's methodical. It's intentional, mm-hmm. it's prayerful, it's purposeful. And she was talking about the elders' movement in mm-hmm. things. And this is one of those things where we could have jumped out at the beginning and, and uh, uh, boy, all kinds of trouble would have yeah. ensued. But the slow, methodical, intentional, prayerful approach has gotten us where we need to be. Yeah, so you mentioned the elders' excitement. And I'm as the, the children and youth guy, I'm super jazzed about the children's wing edition because children's wing and I'm the children's guy yeah um but you want to kind of kick us off and talk a little bit about kind of the excitement of this plan uh over maybe others or just the excitement of this plan yeah I I just I'll be honest with you I'm excited about this plan and the reason I'm excited about this plan I want to I want to be clear it's not because our church is lacking right? We can do Sunday mornings at Blessed Hope and we can do them well and we've been doing them well So I don't want to insinuate that there's something wrong or that God hasn't provided what we need to do um, our work and ministry here and to do it well. But I'm excited because there is potential and God has given us this vision and this mission for this community and it's it's just bigger than than what we ever possibly dreamed it was. But it's about reaching people. It's about reaching people 
for Jesus Christ. It's about drawing people in to a life-saving relationship with him. And so everything we do is just steeped in this excitement because it's all about new life. It's all about people being rescued from hell and brought into the kingdom of God, into this eternal, everlasting relationship with him. And it, for, for me as a pastor, for you as a pastor, uh, or for us as committed followers of Christ, it shouldn't get more exciting than that. I mean, that is as good as it gets to rescue people from the gates of hell and bring them into the kingdom of light. And that's the vision we have, and that's why this is so critical. I mean, it, it just... It just doesn't get better. Yeah. One of the things in that video, uh, and it was uh, Melissa Smith that mentioned it when I was interviewing her. She said, you know, I am so excited because this is a church that's saying not only uh, in word, but with also deed, that starting small is important. And and faith starts small, and it starts in the seed of, uh, you know, in the heart of a a little kid that says, you know, you ask a little five-year-old, Hey, where's Jesus? And they say, in my heart. And it's like, sometimes we can discount that, but that's huge. I mean, how many people in our community don't know that and they're grown adults um, or don't have that? And I'm just excited for uh, our our volunteers to have uh, rooms that are more, you know, that they don't have to send, you know, half of their volunteer base off to go to the bathroom. They can stay in the room. (laughs) They can be with the kids. Um, and I was just thinking about that the other day. I mean, we have a toddler room full of 18 kids and two volunteers, and one goes away, and it's just like, I mean, that's stressful. It, um, it, it is stressful. And not only is it stressful, but, but it's, it's a little disconcerting for parents. Right. Um, and it's a little overwhelming for kids. And so one of the things that we've done with our Sunday morning church service, and now we're attempting to do it with our children's programming, and even the physical space. One of the things we're about is we are wanting to remove obstacles. We are wanting Mm -hmm. to not make it difficult for those that are wrestling with faith. The only thing that we want people to have to wrestle with on their way to Jesus Christ is the cross. They have to wrestle with the cross because salvation is found at the foot of the cross, and they will always have to wrestle with that. But man, if our children's space or our programming on a Sunday morning or any of those things causes people to say, yeah, you know what, I'm not sure it's worth the trouble, Mm -hmm. then we have done a disservice to the mission that God has given us. Uh, And so we just don't, we want to remove every obstacle. So rooms that are big enough, uh, that are outfitted appropriately, where we can safely check in and check out our kids with with an electronic check-in and monitoring system so we know that everybody is where they're supposed to be and and, and that we value their safety and and, and that everyone leaves with who they're supposed to leave with and and our volunteers are trained and there's facilities um, that, that... are appropriate and accommodating, and all of those things are, uh, I think, things that we can look forward to with this new design. I'm super excited for, I'll give you a quick story. Uh, yesterday was so beautiful, it was like the first or second day of like actual spring weather that we've had. Sure, yeah. So I went and hammocked down by the river, and as I was coming back for dinner, uh, ran across a, a new family that's been coming to church. And it's a family that specifically said, we're here because our kids were so excited about children's programming and, and being here, so we came back. And to kind of, I was driving, and they're riding bikes, and to pull up on them and, and get to talk to them and see their smiles and, and know that they get to come to a place that is Jesus-oriented but also fun. 
um, that faith can be fun and learning about Jesus can be fun. Um, and this just has, allows us to do more of both of that, both more Jesus and, and more fun. And it's just, I'm excited to get to see more smiles and more excitement about Jesus. Well, and, and let's be clear, this is attractional too. Not only is it functional for us, but this is attractional. This is something that, uh, that people, well, let me just say it this way. One of the things that I hear from new families often, one of the things that I often hear is that they are, are getting back into church because they want their kids to be raised with some faith. They want their kids raised to know who God is and, and to be thinking about that. Um, and, and, that's, and that's important, and, and it's necessary, and it's good, but you and I both know it's not enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need those people um, to come to church and, and want to wrestle with, with who God is, not just for their kids, but for themselves. But for a lot of people, kids are the front door. They'll come because their kids... Are, are invited, and they're welcome, and, and it's fun, and they enjoy it, and they learn the gospel, and they say, Mom, Dad, can we come back next week? And then over time, we get the opportunity to tell parents, hey, here's what your kids are learning. Mm-hmm. Here's what you need to know. Here's how Jesus can change your life. Here's, mm-hmm. here's what eternal life looks like. And so we get the opportunity to pour into families because their kids come and have a great time and want to continue. Yeah, so we're going to run through some quick features of, of the building. If you don't have a, 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 a plan in front of you, that's fine. Come to the church. We have plenty of uh, paper plans. Um, one of the f- big features is we understand that with new children's space, more people uh, ho- will be coming, and we're going to need more, some, more fellowship space up in the, the top level. And so we're going to have blow out my office and blow out Matt's office and we're going to put a coffee bar over there, and we're just going to have more space to talk and have meaningful time. Yeah, so part of, the, part of the design is that our offices will get moved, so we'll be able to open this up, and that'll be great. You know what? Because one, it gives us a chance to connect with one another, but also it gives us the opportunity to connect with visitors right. and, and provides us a way to, to make um, inroads into life, to, to kind of share life a little bit and, and earn the right to share faith. And uh, it's just a really important part of the process that's overlooked sometimes. And so we're going to be adding to that. Yeah. Well, another thing uh, you talked about it already, but is a centralized check-in spot for kids that they, you do not get to go pa- past this point without being checked in and getting a sticker and it's going to be electronic. And so no more writing it down, which isn't an awesome system, but it's, it's served what we are right now. Um, but we're going to have a more secure check-in system. Yep. Yeah. Looking forward to that safety first, right? Our kids mm-hmm. are worth that. Uh, I also, we already talked about that. We're going to have sinks and toilets in the rooms, the small group rooms, which is super viable. Another safety issue, honestly, and just a cleanliness issue as well. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to have a large group space right now. Uh, children's church is uh, downstairs in our dining area, uh, we've kind of taken it over, and that's where we worship. But it's not necessarily ideal because it's kind of wonky, and our stage is short and stubby. And um, well, it's, and it's not ideal for the fellowship right dining space either. And so this will be nice that we can get that back to what it was intended to be, and get the kids in a place that really fits their needs. Yeah, no more sharing space. Right. Uh, and then the last thing is. We're actually going to put a, a basement uh, underneath this plan, and so we'll have basement, and that 
comes along with a ton of storage. And, and potential for future growth. You know, one of the things is we, we're building this space intentionally a little bit bigger than we need it. Okay, we're building it bigger than we need it because we anticipate growing into it. God has blessed us with growth and we assume he will, uh, we trust that he will continue to bless us with growth as we continue to be faithful to him. And, and so we'll grow into that space. But on top of that, um, basically whatever we have that will be finished at the beginning will have the potential of being doubled in the future um, if and when we, we need it. And so we look forward to having that flexibility for future generations as well. Yeah, so we're going to get into some uh, frequently asked questions, uh, just kind of our anticipation of what you would ask. And um, one of the big questions is, okay, I hear a lot about Children's Wing. Uh, what about sanctuary? Are we not having a sanctuary at addition? And then does that mean two services? Yeah, and that's a great question, and I love that people are thinking that way because it tells me they're paying attention, right? Um, our sanctuary is not at capacity right now, but it's getting to be at capacity. Um, and so the question is, well, why aren't we building a bigger sanctuary? And you know what? This is where I can say kudos to the vision team because they did not stop until they explored every potential option for what this um, expansion or addition would look like. And they looked at a lot of different ideas, and one of them was a larger sanctuary. Uh, but you know what? Uh, when, we, when we break it all apart, here, here's what we know. We know that there are about 3,500 to 4,000 people that call Vinton home that do not regularly attend a church that preaches the gospel of Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Um, actually, that don't regularly attend a church, period. Yeah. And so the mission field here is um, rich and full, uh, and the harvest is ready. And as the church continues to be faithful in what we do, um, then we are going to have the opportunity to bring more and more people in. And so adding a larger sanctuary would be great, but adding a larger sanctuary is never going to, assuming that we continue uh, to be faithful to the mission that God's given us and continue to grow, uh, adding a larger sanctuary is never ultimately going to be enough uh, to, to accommodate the people that need to know the gospel. And so when we look at how large a sanctuary could be and how much money it costs and, and how many additional seats we could put in it, really the, the easy decision was, you know what? Two services makes better fiscal sense considering there are so many people that we still need to reach. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, we were talking about, just to put it bluntly, we were talking about $800,000 for about 80 bucks. Yeah. So 80 butts in 80 chairs for $800,000 and knowing that that wasn't going to be a cap for us. We were going to need to keep reaching people well past that Mm -hmm. to make a dent here in this community. And so it just didn't seem like a wise fiscal choice. And and I think that's one of the things to to keep in front of us is that uh, the children's wing, it it costs. I mean, you're going to build something that's going to cost. But we want the elders are so concerned with uh, the fact that this is – a church, and we run how people give, you know, right. and we run when people give, and we want to use your money wisely. Yeah, yeah, we, we are so grateful for the donations and, and, uh, and for the faith giving that, that people share, and, and we want to take that responsibility. I think we're called as elders and leaders in the church to take that responsibility seriously, to be transparent, uh, and, and ultimately, um, we just didn't seem you know, as we talked and prayed and, and studied, it just did not seem fiscally responsible um, to borrow as much as it would take yeah. to build that for what it would get us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and ultimately, I, I kind of liken it to this, like 
that would be me um, borrowing double what I borrowed for my home to buy something bigger, more extravagant, um, but you'd outgrow it in two years. Well, and, and not only that, but I, I wouldn't be able to afford it. Right. Um, and, I, and I might have this big house with this extravagant kitchen and dining room so that I could host all kinds of people, mm-hmm. but I'd have no money to host them. Right. I wouldn't be able to provide uh, dinner for them. I wouldn't be able to provide entertainment. I, I wouldn't be able to do those things. And if we look at that as a church, we could have a bigger building, but we wouldn't be able to provide the ministry to the community right. that changes lives and engages people so that they want to be at the church. And so, again, being fiscally responsible and knowing where it is that we're going with our vision, looking ahead, we know that, that this plan is, uh, is best. So real quick, we don't need to dive into it. Come to a, a, a meeting or ask for a, an in-home visit. What is the high sticker price? The highest sticker price is $1.1 million uh, for this. Um, that's on the high end. That, mm-hmm. that is, is, you know, from footings to finishings. That mm-hmm. is uh, everything except furniture, which we have most of ourselves. Yeah. Um, so that is, that is the high end. And of course, uh, we'll be working with general contractors um, assuming this, this gets approved by the congregation, we'll be working with general contractors to, to bring that cost down as far as we can. Um, and, and, and again, just to, to make it as excellent. We, we, this is something we used to say at Bethany when we did a campaign there at one point in time when I was there. It was, we want it to be excellent without extravagant. Mm. Uh, so we're not yeah. going to be over the top, but everything we do is going to be excellent. Right. Um, and so we're really looking forward to that. So uh, just another quick question uh, so assuming, let's just say the worst happens and we don't vote for the plan and it's a no, uh, I've heard some people say, well, does that mean that we can see the other plan and we can vote on that one? Well, I mean, you could always, I suppose, look at the other plan. I mean, it's, it's not secret, you know, it's right. not secret knowledge or anything like that. Uh, but, but uh, you know, the idea of, well, if we say no to the children's edition, can we come back and say yes to the, to the other edition? Um, and the answer to that is, is no. Um, and that's not being snarky or hard to get along with. It's because the reason for saying no to that one, the reason for declining that one was simply because um, it was not appropriate for us to extend ourselves that far right. and feel like we were being good stewards of what God's given us. Mm-hmm. And so that won't change regardless of what the feeling is uh, from the congregation behind the children's wing. But I'll say, I, I really hope that there's good movement. Right. And, and as people pray and study, that they really move that direction. Because mm-hmm. I think the elders feel, the vision team feels like this is a good plan for the future of yeah, the church. For sure. So uh, two questions, and then we're going to get into, okay, how, what, what do I do now? Yeah. Uh, so the first question is, uh, when do we vote? May 22nd. Uh, save the date. There's a business meeting that'll call for a vote on this issue on May 22nd. Uh, we'll, we'll encourage everybody that calls Blessed Hope home to be at that meeting. Uh, of course, to vote, you'll need to be a covenant member of the church, um, and we'll be calling for a vote then. And uh, what we'll be asking for at that point is, um, is basically a vote on, on the vision proposal uh, to... Um, to build that addition, yeah. to hire a general contractor, take out a mortgage, and, and start a giving campaign and, and be moving in that direction. Yeah. So I'm going to name and claim it. When we vote yes, okay. uh, when's the soonest that we can uh, expect to build? Like, is that the 23rd? <laughs> Steve's going to be out here, <laughs> out here moving with dirt? His, yeah, you know what? He'd like to be out there yesterday moving dirt. Um, but he, here's what I'd say. is um, Sure, in theory, 
um, that could be true. Um, that would involve a lot of like magic things happening, right? Um, <laughs> because we're not officially going to be able to engage a mortgage or engage a general contractor until the vote. So mm -hmm. it, it could conceivably take a little time after the yes mm -hmm. to say, okay, well now, I mean, we've talked to people, so we're having general conversations, right. but then we have to go and say, okay, officially now we're ready to move forward with you. Yeah. Um, and so it could be um, early June, uh, but we also want to be fiscally responsible, um, perhaps the, because we'll be into the warmer weather and contractors will be busy by then, perhaps to make it cost effective. It'll need to wait till September. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Those are questions that are out of my depth, mm -hmm. and that's why we're looking at general contractors so yeah. they can answer those. And I've heard anywhere from six to about eight months build time to start to finish, uh, which is super encouraging. Yeah, I, I mean, I would think that... Uh, we could, we could say this with, with most confidence, I would think. Uh, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a, a, a construction guy, but, but from what I've been told is, is that odds are, um, if we're voting on this on the 22nd, that we could, we could assume um, reasonably that, that a year from now uh, we'd be able to, to look at that finished building and say, okay, here we are. Man, that is, that's exciting. Yeah. To be yeah. So this time next year, we could be, we could be looking at, at the, uh, the grand opening. That, that's, it's mind boggling. It, it's, at, at one level, it feels like this has taken a long time, but at another level to think that we are potentially a year out. That's exciting. Yeah. To think that we're two and a half years from, you know, in, in theory, again, we're all, you know, yeah. we're, we're all, um, looking ahead here, but to think that we potentially could be two and a half years from, hey, let's get a vision team together to start talking about the future to, hey, we're walking into a new facility. I mean, that is, that is uh, pretty incredible yeah. uh, to think. So you got about a month before we vote. Mm -hmm. And so what are you supposed to be doing as a congregation member, as a voting member of this church? Uh, what can you be doing over the course of that month as we prepare for that? Yeah, so there's three basic things that I'd ask everybody to do. One is show up. Show up at one of those meetings, talk to people, figure out, um, you know, what's going on, hear the vision, hear the, you know, the questions and answers and get the information. So show up, pretty basic. Two is I want you to ask questions. Um, I would hate to think that people would come to a vote on May 22nd and vote yes or no without getting their questions answered. I don't want anybody saying yes that hasn't really explored the things that they care about or that concern them. And I would hate to think that there would be somebody voting no because they didn't understand something or they mm -hmm. didn't ask a clarifying question. So yeah. show up, ask, and then what I need everybody to do without fail is I need them to engage in daily prayer. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why we published a prayer guide yeah. um, that we've been handing out at those dessert and question and answer times. Uh, and so if you haven't been to one of those, come to that, get it. We'll make them available on Sunday as well. But we mm -hmm. want you to grab a prayer mm -hmm. guide and, uh, and be praying daily for the vision team, for the architects, for the elders, for the process, for the mortgage, for the giving, for all of it, for the lost people that we're hoping to reach, everything. We want you to be in prayer for that. Yeah, so show up and be praying and, and ask questions. So I want to thank you guys for joining us on the B-Side, and uh, we'll talk to you later. All right. Thank you, Vince. Thank <laughs> you.